Welcome to another episode of No Days Off. I'm your host, Tyler Gilden. Uh, this episode, I'm speaking with Henry Mercadell, father of Cameron Mercadell, 14-year-old basketball phenom who has been dribbling the ball since the age of one. And that's not an exaggeration. That's actually a story Henry tells. Uh, we talk a bit more about the importance of recruitment and building your brand at a young age, as well as the commitment level it takes to be the best version of yourself. Hope you enjoy. This is No Days Off. Hi, my name is Henry Mercadell. I'm the father of Cameron Mercadell. He plays basketball and he's 14 years old. Thank you, uh, Henry, for uh, hopping on the call. I uh, really appreciate Thank you. So, yeah, let's just kind of jump into this. Uh, so, I guess, who is Cameron the person? You know, what might we not read about him on the post-game stat sheet? Cameron the person. Uh, Cameron the person is a very humble and funny kid. Uh, he loves playing video games. He loved uh, having Bible study uh, with his family. You know, he's a very uh, spiritual young man for his age. He loves Jesus. He loves reading the Bible. He loves just having a, a great time. And when it comes to the game of basketball, I guess, who is he, the athlete? You know, tell me a little bit more about him and, and his game and, you know, what he's been able to accomplish so far. Um, Cameron, the athlete. Cameron, the basketball player. Again, he's very humble player. He's more of like a silent assassin. Uh, when you look at him, when most players and, and families and coaches look at him, they might think, wow, this kid is uh, he's small, you know, but once he laces his shoes up and he gets up on the court and at the end of the game, he has 35 or 40 points and he's hit like 10 threes or 12 threes in that game, they stand back at all. And that's when the greatness come in. Was there ever a specific moment you could recall where you realized, you know, that his abilities were beyond the average kid, whether it was in a game, practice, shooting around. Was there ever a moment where it kind of clicked for you that, you know, he, he really might have what it takes? Yeah, I can say it was around when he was one year old. That's uh, pretty early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's really early because he was born into a kind of like a basketball family because me and his mom played college basketball. So he was around basketball his whole life. So I would have basketballs just laying around everywhere in the house, in my car. And when he was one years old, he, he picked up a basketball that was in the kitchen and he started dribbling the basketball and he's right handed and he started dribbling the ball with his left hand and then with his right hand and then behind his back. So me being a, a basketball trainer and a basketball guru myself, and love the game myself, I said, wait a minute, I think we have some here. So from that point on, every morning I would have him dribble inside the kitchen, sitting down with his left hand, right hand, you know, behind the back, doing pity pat dribbles. So we did that every single day. I, I don't even let my one-year-old in the kitchen because I'm too scared he's going to be pulling all the stove knobs and opening every cabinet. Uh, <laughs> you, you have him running, <laughs> a, you have him doing a whole clinic in there. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. More than basketball, baby. We get it in nonstop. That is, yeah. Well, I mean, so wait, are you talking about a regulation-sized basketball? At one years old, he was able to dribble behind his back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 29.5. Yes, I'm, sir. A regular basketball. I'm going to have to get my son uh, a basketball soon and see what he see what he could do with it. But uh, for some reason, I, I have a feeling it probably won't be dribbling behind his back uh, or dribbling in general. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's really impressive. <laughs> Thank you. So I guess tell me a little bit about, about your, you know, your basketball career now. So you and your wife both play, played in college, correct? Yes. Um, I went to uh, Merino Valley High School. Then I went to uh, San Bernardino Valley College. And then I went to Cal State Hayward up north in the Bay Area. I was uh, first team all-conference at every level. And I had an opportunity to go overseas and play basketball. But I tore my knee up. So from that point, instead of dealing with all the politics, 
and different things like that, I decided to start my family and start my basketball ministry. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. So what did you uh, what did you learn from the collegiate level that you think you could have been able to instill in Cameron? For me, I've learned and for my wife's career, I've learned you need to get started early with the recruiting process and the exposure. If you wait until you're like in high school for the exposure and the recruiting process, at this point in day and time, you're like five years behind the eight ball. So you must get started early with your with the process of being recruited and also exposure. Guys, how, how early were you already trying to you know get that type of uh, exposure? Uh, for me or for Cameron? For Cameron. Oh, we we started doing that. I say around eight years old. Wow. And I guess what was the best way that you found you were doing that? Was that, you know, uploading videos online? Was that reaching out and trying to have them come to games? I mean, are, are people typically recruiting, you know, and, and scouting eight-year-olds? No, it's the fact of, as you see, everything in life is built on relationship marketing. Sure. So for me, you know, playing basketball my whole life and training thousands and thousands of kids around the world, I kind of have those relationships where people knew who I was, so they would see Cameron with me all the time, and they'll see him training all the time, and they'll reach out and say, hey, your son is getting better and better every time we see him. What are you doing? You know, So they don't see all the, the extra, the little training that we do inside the house. They don't see the, the stuff that's in our in our garage that we'll never tell anyone that we use because that stuff is unseen. So, so we can't share those things. But we do have things that we do in our garage inside of our house that no one sees that we use. That, that's the, uh, the, the, like, the, it sounds like you got the bat layer in there. That's, uh, <laughs> the, the, the secret hideout there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I know, I know. In the in the episode, and for for listeners who haven't watched, they could watch the episode uh, that profiles Cameron on on Whistle's YouTube. Uh, you know, Cameron speaks a bit about you know this morning routine you'd put him through. He tell us a little bit about that morning routine. Oh man, uh, our morning routine. I just start off with him because he's homeschooled. So basically, at his age right now, he's homeschooled. But when we started back, when he was uh, kind of like in second or third grade, we would shoot 200 to, I say, 200 to 500 shots every single day before he went to class. And that's another reason why I kind of knew that we had something special because he never complained. He always had fun doing it. And it was a great time for me to see that and seeing how hard I can push him. And it was amazing. He's never, he never had an attitude. He loved shooting the ball each and every day. And we shot a lot. And this was, this was at what age? This was like in between second to third grade. And now, so you mentioned now that he's, uh, that he's homeschooled. So I guess, how does that work then? Uh, so uh, does he play to play high school ball? Can you play for a high school if you're homeschooled? I guess, how does that work? Where is he playing most competitively right now? So right now he's only in eighth grade, so he's okay. not in high school yet. So basically, uh, his eighth grade, his eighth grade year, we decided to uh, homeschool him so he can um, study more. You know, he can read more. He can do more typing classes. He can do a lot of different things that a lot of the normal um, classroom stuff you can't do to get him prepared for the education that's coming up and the basketball season that's coming up because high school is a different beast. You're on the road sometimes. You're traveling, so you have to. Pre- prepare your mind, your body, and your soul for that. And also, we get a lot more time to to train. Got it. So and then the goal is for high school to put him to, for him to go back to, uh, you know, not be homeschooled anymore so he can play and, you know, go to school. Yes, to a normal high school. Yes, got sir. it, got it. Uh, so, yeah, I also noticed in, you know, watch the episode, he's got a lot of different trainers, coaches. Uh, I guess it seems like he does some boxing as well. Yes. 
He loves second, boxing. That's one. That's his yeah. second favorite uh, sport besides basketball. And I guess what is the? I guess yeah. What's the methodology behind that approach? Of uh, is that just a separate hobby, or you know, I guess what from boxing is that helping towards you know his game of basketball, or is it just kind of a separate thing to you know keep him active and uh, doing different things? Um, boxing helps with the mental aspect of, of the game, and also the mental toughness, uh, different movements, uh, footwork. It helps them to focus on targets. I mean, boxing all around is a great a great outlet for him to get frustration out when he needs to. I mean, there's boxing is awesome. Right. No, yeah, I see it. So it seems like you know he's doing that, uh, and then you train him as well, correct? Yes. So what's that experience like? Uh, you know, what what do you think you can teach him from you know that father son relationship that he might not get from somebody else? It's very humbling and it's very easy because we have a a relationship outside of basketball. Basketball is just a key, like a small key portion of what, you know, he loves to do and what we love to do as a family, as a whole. So he has his own goals with basketball because me and my wife already played college basketball. So we're not trying to live through our son. He has his own goals with with college, want to go to college and want to play in the NBA. He has his own goals and he knows how hard that he has to work to get to that level, you know, so we don't have to really push him. He pushes himself, you know. There's a time when I'm I'm sleeping, you know, he wakes up at 5 a.m. in the morning, he wants to go to the to the gym and work out. But me as being a, a great father, I tell him, no, go, go, go back to sleep. We're not getting up at 5 a.m. going to shoot because sometimes you need that person in your life to let you know that, hey, rest might be better at this point, you know. So we have a balance. So outside of, uh, you know, basketball and boxing, any other, you know, activities he likes to do as just – kind of being a kid where he can, you know, let his mind off of, uh, you know, competitive sports so much? Oh, yeah. He loves, like I said, he loves, he loves going to church. He loves Bible study. He loves playing the drums. He has an ear for music. So he can play pretty much a lot of different things without even knowing how to play it. He can just listen to it and play it on the drums. So he loves music. He loves playing the drums. We go play drums probably like once a week when we have time. He probably wants more, but sometimes we just don't have the time to do it. But he, he enjoys playing drums. He loves music. I mean, that's his outlet, and he loves it. That's his passion, too, is drums. Does he you actually know? have a drum set? No, his mom won't let him get a drum set because it makes too much <laughs> noise. So <laughs> we, we always go do it free at Guitar Center. I mean, Guitar Center is right down the street from our house. So it's like five minutes away from our house. So we go, you know, and uh, go in there and play the drums for free. All right. Well, I mean, in all fairness, though, dribbling in the kitchen probably makes as much noise as a drum set, though. So I guess... Uh, uh, but I guess I, I guess they're, they're they're different types of noise. Well, you got to remember, you know, mom mom works a a, a nine to five job, dad doesn't, so mom's already at work. You know, only people that complained about it was grandmother and grandfather when they're over and we we're doing it. <laughs> You know, so they're upset about it. But, hey, what can you do? Let's say, man, you know, you just it's uh, sometimes you just uh, you got you to do what you got to do. And uh, clearly it's it's been working and uh, excelling his game. Uh, so I guess what advice would you give to, to other parents who are, are raising potential, you know, sports prodigies or just, you know, athletes who are trying to excel at their sport? One thing that I'll tell um, other parents is. You know, first thing you want to do is pray about it and ask God to uh, give you his will, and his purpose for your child's life, because you might be on the wrong, wrong train and the wrong track. So I tell them first, you know, pray about it and see where, where God's leading. The next step is to make sure you hone in on your fundamentals on your foundation. You know, we do a lot of different fundamental drills 
that some parents and some people might think that are crazy. And we've been doing the same fundamental drills for the past 10 to 12 years. So all great players all need to have fundamentals in order to continue to grow mentally, physically, and spiritually. How important do you think it is uh, for, for, you know, uh, young uh, individuals to play team sports? Uh, you know, what are some of the lessons uh, beyond the game that you think really uh, helps when they're involved in a team sport? Well, that's what my whole program, Mercadale Basketball Ministry, is built on. It's more than basketball. So we use basketball as a tool and a vehicle to help each kid understand that life is not promised to you. You have to live for right now. And you use basketball basically as a team sport because one day you might have to run a Fortune 500 company or you might have to work under somebody. And you have to understand that when you play a team sport, it's helping you to be really approachable. When you have to be a leader, you might have to be a leader. When you have to be a team player, you might have to be a team player. So it helps you be well-rounded. Sports is a great way to teach kids to be well-rounded and how to respect themselves and respect others. If uh, if you think, if Cameron, you know, if he, if he wasn't pursuing basketball so much, what do you think he'd be pursuing? Would it, would it be music? Yeah, it'll be music. He loves music. He loves music. Something to do with music. He loves music. So performing, either way, he definitely has a drive for, for performing. Oh, yeah, because like I said, we do drums like once once a week, and when we go on there, people always come up to us and say, wow, your son is so good. Does he take drum lessons? And we're like, no, we just do it for fun. He does it one one day a week, and people come to us all the time and ask us, Hey, how do you learn how to do that? It, it, it's all natural. It's God-given talent and ability. Do you think his, his basketball talent, uh, do you think that was kind of God-given? Or is some of that kind of genetics being passed down from you and your wife, some sort of combination? Well, basically, that's that's what you just said. God, God-given his genetics for me and his mom because God created us, and we created him, and God created him to be able to have a basketball IQ. So basically, his biggest thing, what sets him apart from other players, is basketball IQ, to, to see things two or three players ahead and that's all god given all the rest is hard work and dedication so obviously you, you take a lot of pride uh you know in, in everything uh cameron's doing but is there anything that makes you the most proud uh as a father uh, of cameron yes the thing that makes me the most proud is my son is always giving he loves to give back to the other youth in my program uh he trains the other youth in my program he holds different little clinics for the younger kids in, in my program he loves giving them back the knowledge that he's learned over the years and I also like that he is a great student in the classroom he's a great student on it on and off the court and just to, uh, to to wrap us up here, the uh, the series is called No Days Off. What does No Days Off mean to you? No Days Off to me means that you find something that you love to do, and it's your passion. You don't let nothing get in your way in achieving your goals. No matter if you're working one hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day, four hours a day, five hours a day, or six hours a day, you are working on the right things. So for me, you can work an hour a day. If you're doing the right things, you're going to succeed. But if you're wasting like four or five hours doing the wrong thing, then it's not good. So no days off, meaning to me, is you got to do the right things each and every day. Small little things over time add up. So no days off is great. Well, I, uh, I, I, I love that perspective, and I really appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to chat. And I'm hoping, uh, you know, uh, that Cameron, once he uh, is in high school, he's only uh, uh, exceeding expectations more. And what, I guess what year would technically his draft eligibility be? What year would that be? Uh, 2025. All right. Well, I hope uh, in 2025, I hope I can look back at this and uh, say, hey, you know, uh, you know, his, his dad had this called uh, out years in advance. So I uh, really appreciate <laughs> you, uh, you taking the time. Uh, you know, uh, thanks. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. 
Thanks to Henry for taking the time to chat with me today to hear a little bit more about his perspective uh, on what it's like raising Cameron uh, in really what seems like a very much basketball household. Um, I uh, hope nobody feels discouraged if their son or daughter at the age of one can't dribble a basketball. Uh, I'm sure they have their other skill sets, and who knows, maybe they'll be a prodigy in something else. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, new episodes drop every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to follow Whistle across all social media for more info. This is No Days Off.